following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. Hey, uh, we have so many things happening this week, so many things, and I need to share with you. I want to get right on to our guests before long. We have a guest about uh, really all about healthy dance, and uh, we will get into it. But there are three things that I have to share with you. One is that uh, today's recording that is taking place, it's actually a live broadcast that is taking place around the world, is on a, on a November 19th. And yesterday, Million Kids, which is the organization that brings you this particular broadcast, was taken off the air by Facebook. And uh, no explanation, just bam, we're gone. And not just Million Kids, but me personally on my personal Facebook page and also with our social media person, which is Chris Kleiss and Kleiss Media. Apparently, they uh, decide to take one site down and then whatever phone number is connected to that site, if you have personal uh, sites with that phone number, they take it all down with no explanation. They tell you that it'll take about 30 days for them to review it, that you can appeal and then they snail mail you. Keep in mind, this is one of the world's largest technology companies will snail mail you their final decision. And so I'm going to ask you, this This really is a challenge. For one, we've been challenged all year with COVID, okay, so that we can't make live presentations and sell our books and raise funding. And, of course, we're going into our year-end funding appeal time for us to be able to to uh, survive all this, and now that vehicle is missing with Facebook. I would ask you to please alert everyone you know to please go to millionkids.org and continue to support our work. And we will try to find a way to post as much education material as we can on that website, even though it's not the same as Facebook. But we've got to keep up the education. This this is a fast-changing business, and we need you. So please, if you would do that, it's Million Kids, not one million, not a million, just millionkids.org. Go on there. If you haven't signed up to receive our newsletter, please do that. And continue to follow us until we can get back on the air. We are non-political. We don't know why we were taken off other than maybe the word child pornography, which we educate against. Um, But, you know, we've been caught in an algorithm and it is where we are. I have two more things and I'm I'm taking too much time here because we have an important guest. But I have two more things I need to share with you. One is we had a case this week. As you know, I work for the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. The task force arrested a man out in Thermal. That's out by Coachella, about 70, 80 miles uh, north of San Diego and about 100 miles east of L.A. 
His name is Jose Pimentel. He's 21, and he is now alleged and charged with uh, human trafficking of a minor, pimping of a minor, pandering of a minor, unlawful sexual intercourse with a minor, oral copulation, and other felony charges. They believe there are other victims. So please, if you would look this up, the headline, Human Trafficking Investigation Leads to Arrest of Thermal Man. You can email me, opal at million kids. I'll send it to you, and we are going to find ways to start uh, putting all of this on our website. One more thing is uh, there's a really bad guy out there that everyone is looking for. He is from New Zealand, but he hangs out in San Diego. He would run a modeling, and this will transition into our guest, but he would run a um, ring, a, a website, excuse me, for modeling, for being discovered, uh, for clothes modeling, for regular modeling jobs. He ran two porn sites, one girls do porn and the others girls do toys. Keep in mind, it does not say women do porn. It says girls do porn. He raised $17 million by filming these people and telling them that they would not have their photographs distributed. And in fact, they were going out on child pornography sites all over the world. There already has been a civil litigation on this one. Uh, They were given a grant, 22 women who saw their photos all over the Internet when they thought they would not be there. Uh, They got a verdict of $12.7 million. But I want you to see how big this is, $17 million he raised just selling photographs and videos of girls who thought they were going to model clothes or do some light porn. And there you go. His name here, let me give you his name so you can Google it because I can't put you on Facebook so you can see it, is Michael James Pratt, P-R-A-T-T. He's 37, Michael James Pratt. The headline, FBI offers $10,000 reward for help finding fugitive and massive child porn scheme. He could be anywhere. They believe he might be in Southern California. He hangs out in San Diego, but he is from New Zealand. Michael James Pratt, 37 years old. Please Google him. Keep an eye out for him. Uh, and there's a reward. If you uh, if you find him, you might pick up a little money. Well, all of this has taken more time than I wanted because we have a very important guest today, and I am anxious to share this with you. Our guest today is Mary Bodend. That is B like boy, A-W-D-E-N, Mary Bodden. And her organization is Dance Awareness No Child Exploited. Welcome, Mary. Thank you for joining us. Well, it's a joy to uh, spend some time with you, Opal. Well, I very much appreciate it. I admire what you have done for years. I think I met you way back in 2014 or 2016, somewhere along the line. We kind of run parallel paths, and we're both running so fast that it's uh, that it's sometimes hard to catch up, but... I want to uh, begin to share with the public all about the value and the power of positive dance in building uh, our young people so they won't be exploited. So, Mary, uh, before we get deep into that subject, tell the people a little bit about who you are and how you got into this. 
Well, uh, you know, I, I'm one of those uh, children uh, who always wanted to take dance when I was small, but I wasn't able to because we moved six times in my first 12 years. Whoa. And uh, <laughs> I started dance when I was 11 years old. Uh, you know, by the time we we moved to the new place, got the new school, the new church, you know, the new, uh-huh. you know, dentist etc. My parents just didn't have time to really set me up in a dance class. But um, Mm -hmm. my mother came to me when I was 11 uh, at the second to the last move that I ever made, actually, um, and said, it's time. And so she arranged for me to go to dance class. And I started, I had a great time. Uh, I'll tell you, the research says that the integration of mind, body, and spirit, which is what dance does, you have to think, uh, you express with your heart, you move with your body, uh, had a tremendous impact on me. And uh, so not only did I want to take dance, but when I did take dance, something magical happened. And uh, uh, the research shows that children who take dance uh, increase in confidence uh, and social maturity and cognitive development and academic performance, so many things. And Mm -hmm. those things really began to happen to me in in a wonderful way. So Mm -hmm. I kept taking dance. Uh, In high school, I was... uh, uh, studying with two master teachers, Olga Fricker and Sheila Darby. They founded Chiquetti USA. And uh, that really uh, increased my sense of joy because uh, dance really challenges you in all kinds of ways. And I love that challenge. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I decided to get a degree in modern dance from UC Riverside. That was followed by teaching on the community college level. I got a master's degree. Um, I uh, developed and choreographed a church dance ministry for over 20 years, and I wrote a book. Wow. Wow. So I have had a really great and positive experience in dance. That's that's fantastic. You know, so many things you say there are so important to our audience. One of the things that I know about uh, what makes a victim vulnerable is if you have a life event, especially around 12, 13, 14 years old, uh, maybe grandma dies or you move like you talked about where you continually moved and couldn't put down roots. And uh, one of the, the things that they tell you is that something like dance, it gives a, a dance or taekwondo or or um, even being involved in a soccer team, it's important to be part of something bigger than yourself to kind of center down during that time. Well, uh, that is so true. And, you know, I do have to say, while I had a positive experience in dance because of my instructors and the culture at that time, the opposite can be true. If we Mm -hmm. have an uneducated and unaware uh, population of adults, uh, who are hypersexualizing children, which is really why I founded Dance Awareness No Child Exploited, then they influence uh, children who are vulnerable. Uh, we all yep. know that a child uh, is unaware of a lot of the important issues that frame their development. And right. so um, whether a child moves in a vulnerable situation, as you just expressed, or if they're just you know, lonely and they want a a bigger circle, a bigger framework on which to, uh, you know, set uh, their energies, then they're they're vulnerable in that framework too. And I think teachers are so important because they can be a positive 
part of a child's development. But on the other let, hand, they can be a negative me, uh, part. Let me interrupt here. Boy, this uh, segment went very, very quick. Uh, we are already up against that break, folks. So this is Mary Bodden. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. 
If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Our guest today is Mary Bodden. Her organization is Dance Awareness No Child Exploited. I've known Mary for some time. I haven't spent a lot of time with her. We kind of run parallel paths, but uh, I want to, Mary and I want to first share with you the power of positive dance. And then we'll be talking about some of the, the also the power of a negative dance in a, in a negative way and how it impacts us. But one of the things that I so admire with Mary is that I know that when a child learns, for instance, a skill, a self-expression, a way to get in touch with their own feelings and identity, that we can reach a lot of children and change their lives. And that's what her organization does. So I highly admire it. Uh, Mary was telling us a little bit how she got into it. Mary, tell me about your organization and uh, how it works and and how you share with kids to get them in the positive kinds of aspects of dance. Well, um, you know, what I want to let your uh, listeners know is that the mission of dance is to provide education and resources to stop the hypersexualization of children in dance with mm-hmm. adult costumes, choreography, and music. However, right. we also give research that shows the positive benefit. So we are, we are not anti-dance. We are anti-harmful dance. Sure. Um, you know, um, cultural critic and poet Allen Ginsberg said, whoever controls the culture uh, through media and images controls uh, what people think and, and what they imitate. So um, I think... Uh, our, our organization really has seen a shift from a healthy educational children's dance to harmful, hypersexualized children's dance using adult costumes, choreography, and music. And we are speaking to that problem because dance in and of itself is just great. All the right. research says that. But it is now connected to pornography, which most people don't think of uh, off the top of their head. But because the media has come into culture and been driving values uh, into our homes, into TV, Internet, uh, magazines, everything we see, we're saturated uh, with pornography on, on some level, uh, then we've had incredibly harmful outcomes come because we're making children into many adults. And so that's really the place, that's uh, our sweet spot, uh, providing education and material so adults can talk to other adults because we want to protect children, but we don't speak as much to children. We speak to adults. We Boy, educate adults. I can't agree and, with you uh, more. And we have a variety of resources available so that um, your listeners can know about danceawareness.com. Go to our website. Go to where it says resources. And um, there's uh, hard copy research that you can download. There's PowerPoints. Uh, there's a 20-minute video that we released in February with national experts talking about the differences between healthy and harmful. Those are the words I use. 
um, and uh, they tend to set up easily uh, some some uh, patterns or structures that people understand. When I say healthy dance, uh, one picture comes to your mind. When I say harmful dance, another picture comes to your mind. So it's kind of clarifies for people who are unaware and maybe uneducated about this topic, you know, how to see it and how to understand it and then how to share it. We also just released uh, 27 30-second spots on our website with uh, short spots of experts speaking. Uh, And when I say experts, I'm not talking about somebody who's a concerned citizen. I'm talking about people who are known nationally who have Mm -hmm. PhDs, who've been working in the area of pornography. And, of course, harmful dance is connected to pornography. Yes, it is, and child pornography, too. children is not normal, and we're normalizing Mm -hmm. what is not normal. So these experts are speaking specifically to dance and harmful Mm -hmm. dance. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I'm acutely aware of in our society is we kind of have a convergence going on of, Uh, because of COVID, we are putting kids on younger and younger and younger. And then you have uh, new media such as TikTok that allows kids to, uh, and and there's something called TikTok Thought, T-H-O-T, which is extremely pornographic for what it's worth. And uh, that, that kids get out there with the need to and desire to get the most likes And then you have the leadership that should be setting example, you know, uh, in the middle of a a Super Bowl ad out there dry humping. And so the end result is seven-year-olds, nine-year-olds, 11-year-olds emulating adult sex acts without understanding exactly what they're doing. And, and looking for approval. But the end result of that is they end up in child porn sites and they start to be contacted by very bad people. So, you know, it, it isn't just that the child is dancing and dancing provocatively, even though they don't understand. They are putting themselves in a place where they're attracting pedophiles and we hand them a device where a pedophile can talk to them through something like TikTok or Byte or like and like that. So it's a, it really is a, a convergence of, of a disaster, in my opinion. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. I've written several blogs on dance awareness about the dangers of TikTok and any social media uh, ability a child can have to post videos because Mm -hmm. they are being marked and seen by pedophiles. But they're also grooming children from the inside out to see themselves as adults who need to act sexy. And that's not normal. It's just not normal. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, he was a theologian who spoke out against uh, the gassing of Jews in World War II, said, the test of the morality of a society is what it does for its children. Mm -hmm. And so as adults, we're the protective factors. We have to speak up uh, for these kids, for our children, and protect them. Children, as you just mentioned, uh, you know, are are doing these things. They don't understand it. They don't know that they're being abused. They have right. no language to explain what's happened. Right. They, uh, you know, are with somebody they like. For instance, mm-hmm. if they're in a dance studio and all of a sudden, instead of age-appropriate music, costumes, and choreography, they're uh, doing sexual 
movements to a adult song with pornographic language, they don't have any kind of context to understand that they're now in an, abu- in an abusive situation. Right. So, or that they're being groomed. They mm-hmm. need an adult to stop and say, this is wrong, and we will bring in age-appropriate material. So mm-hmm. I need to tell your, your listeners out there, they need to be the ones to oversee where their child is in terms of taking dance. And mm-hmm. they need to directly ask the owner of the dance studio, you know, what is your position on this? And mm-hmm. then they may be called on to um, share research. And we have four parents uh, to download for free material uh, to share with the dance studio owner. It's very clearly on danceawareness.com. Now, I will mention that sometimes dance studio owners are the ones that are trying not to hypersexualize kids, and parents are pressuring them to put right. children in abusive material. So mm-hmm. what I see is it's not a clear-cut group of people who are for or against this issue. Most adults are unaware and uneducated. I think you're so right, Mary. And the the thing that I see is there's a two-prong impact on this. One is on the self-esteem and and um, self-identity of a young person who's put into adult dance. And then two, uh, that if it's being done on social media or publicly, it greatly ex- um expands the likelihood of exploitation. And the reason that's so important to me is as we get into uh, actual moving from being blackmailed with photos and videos, uh, such as what happened here with the case where they're looking for a Mr. Pratt, uh, that will move into where they are much more likely as they go through puberty to begin to act out, number one. And number two, they are much more likely to be exploited and recruited into sex trafficking. Literally 70 to 80% of sex trafficking victims were previously somehow sexually exploited. And it will make them so much more likely. We are we are coming down to another break here. We have about one more minute. But uh, do you want to just give a quick response to that? Sure. Um, what I hear you saying is that this is a cultural problem that's getting broader. Right. And uh, a researcher named Philip Adams from Australia has coined a phrase called corporate pedophilia. And hmm. what I, I see that I think dovetails with what you're saying is that um, as, as we expand the abuse of, of sexual issues to children, putting them in adult contact, we're really um, imposing well, on them corporate pedophilia for the yeah. purposes of the sexual pleasure of adults and financial benefit. Right, and also uh, just opens the door for worldwide abuse that you'll never get back. We are up against the break. Our guest today is Mary Bodden, her organization, Dance Awareness, No Child Exploited. We'd ask you to stay with us, folks. Uh, we appreciate you setting through these commercials. We need them to, uh, to make the show work, but we will be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. I would one more time remind you that this uh, show is brought to you by Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. We would appreciate it if you could go to millionkids.org and hit that donate button. Please follow us at millionkids.org until we can get back on the air with Facebook, if that's what we're going to do. And uh, we are going to find a way to uh, increase the reach so that we can blog off of uh off of uh, millionkids.org while Facebook tries to uh, explain to us why they took us off the air. We are apolitical. We are not involved in politics in any way other than one uh, proposition, but that was quite a long time ago, which we said we really hoped would pass. But uh, we're not sure why we've been taken off the air. But we need you to please go to millionkids.org and uh, share that with everybody that you know. Please sign up for our newsletter, and we will keep you posted as soon as we get back on the air. 
we have a guest today as Mary Bodden, and her organization is Dance Awareness No Child Exploited. Her and I, uh, in the prior to this, if you're just coming on board, we have been talking about the hypersexualization of children. And uh, Mary, I think you were saying at the break that you have some research on that, and I'd, I'd love to hear it. Well, I think it's helpful for viewers to know that uh, when we talk about the hypersexualization of children in dance with adult costumes, choreography, and music, uh, I'm not pulling that uh, statement out of thin air. I always go to research. Everything on dance awareness, um, No Child Exploited, is based and founded in clear research. And so uh, I'd like to share with you what the American Psychological Association says or how they define what it means to hypersexualize a child. And they say that he, she, or is valued only for their sexual appeal or behavior, um, that uh, a child's physical attractiveness is equated with being sexy. Mm -hmm. He, she is treated as a sexual object. And last, that sexuality is inappropriately imposed on him or her. So Mm -hmm. when... Those criteria are put on what we are seeing in dance. It's very, very clear that we're hypersexualizing children. And then the APA goes on, and this is just one place where they list uh, what I'm going to share with you. They, they list the harmful outcomes, which uh, go, range from eating disorders, a higher risk of porn use, poor academics, promiscuity, uh, it promotes objectification, which is external development instead of self-esteem coming from the inside out. It promotes a rape culture, teen pregnancy. They can't identify sexual abuse. Of course, children are children. They don't know they're being abused. I mentioned that in the last segment. Their cognitive development is impaired. And, and another scary thing about the outcomes when a child is hypersexualized in dance is um, they're perceived, this is what the research says, as not deserving of moral treatment, as if they lack an independent mind, that they're not worthy of dignity, that they're not intelligent, that they have no moral base. And of mm-hmm. course, the end point of all of this, when they're objectified, is uh, it's very easy when someone is an object to dehumanize them, obviously. That's, that's actually the, the process of what occurs. And if you're dealing with an object, whether it's an adult or a child, why not be violent with them if you want? So yeah, the, you can see the mm-hmm. horrendous, horrendous after effects of hypersexualization. Well, and the thing that I see with this, and, I, and of course I'm coming from a completely different angle because I'm 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 on the receiving end of all these cases and trying to help the parent and the child. And uh, the thing that I see with apps, and I'm I'm not saying TikTok is bad. TikTok has good uses, and uh, I don't believe any particular app is bad or good. It's an innate object, but how you choose to use it. But the challenge with uh, mass audience live streaming apps like uh, TikTok and um, Bite and like and all of those that are out there is that you're trying to get the most likes and the most followers. And um, and so you're equating your value with how well you did and how well it was received. And it's extremely competitive because 
the top 10 of those out of TikTok have 23 to 28 million followers. Keep in mind on TikTok, especially, they can text back to your child. They simply, you know, sign up for those categories that have that in it and say, hey, you're hot, meet me on Instagram, get me a lot more of those videos, and and it has begun. The big factor that I see psychologically to a child is that there's a constant competition to be more extreme, more advanced, to get more likes. And you say to yourself, where do you go from here? You know, if you're if you're just twerking, if you're just dry humping, thousands of other children are twerking and dry humping. And uh, I'll, I, I know I'm kind of dominating here for a minute, but bear with me because I think it's important. I had one teenager say to me when I was training in schools, when I was talking about sending naked photos, and she said, well, you have to send the naked photo or they won't go out with you. And you say to yourself, what kind of date are you going on that they have to have a naked photo first? And so whenever I hear about the hypersexualization of children, I say to myself, well, okay, that's just the norm. What's next? How far do we yeah. have to take this before you actually see yourself as perceived as being valuable? That's exactly right. You see, we're grooming uh, the, the entire group of children in our culture uh, to, to a life of self-sexualization. And uh, it has harmful impacts for the rest of their lives. Uh, it produces cultural trauma. It produces personal trauma. And it's because the ocean of porn is out there for our kids. And so we need to speak up. You're speaking up. I'm so proud of you. Um, to stop this trend, we, uh, we have to do this. It's important work. And uh, we can make a difference. Yeah, uh, you know, it's uh, it, the problem is so much bigger than ourselves, but education That's is right. the key. And uh, and parents and parents that care, uh, they they uh, they will value this kind of conversation because it's got to be challenging when you send your child out into the world for an education and half the place is walking around, uh, you know, dry humping and, and carrying on. I mean, I speak on schools and you see these kids out there with their earbuds on, you know, doing their thing. And so it is important, I believe, an important dialogue to have with parents to understand that the other end of that, I think, is so powerful for you, in that, and I've thought this for a long time, is the power of positive dance. Um, I Absolutely. think this is so important for especially foster kids or kids who are going through a family divorce or maybe they've lost their grandmother and, you know, you, you have these things where you're going through puberty and you don't know who you are and you don't feel included and you feel like a klutz. And I think that positive dance has tremendous power for that particular group of young people. Well, you know, you're exactly right. And of course, informed choice is key to all of us um, that we make choices and the choice between healthy and harmful dance couldn't be more different, Mm -hmm. and the outcomes couldn't be more different. But I would always want to promote the positive effects of healthy dance. I mean, the research is there. And, you know, uh, your listeners need to understand that 
simply keeping your children out of dance is not going uh, to make this issue go away because it's every place in the media. And studies show that if a child who's not taking dance is even watching it, it imprints on them. Yes. So we have to get busy as adults and start doing the things that you're doing, Opal, and hopefully the things that I'm doing to raise awareness and begin to have courageous conversations and uh, change the world. Now, Mm -hmm. a lot of people say, oh, how can we change the culture? How can we change the, the world? And I say to them, we are the world. We are the culture. Right. So uh, let me uh, let me comment on that a second. You know, Mary, uh, you're such an example of that. People come to me and go, "This is awful. What can I do?" And I go, "What is your skill set? What is your talent? What is your background? You are someone who's used your interest and your passion to." Help make a difference in education, and that's what people need to do. Start with your talent and your and your passion, and work from there. And this is exactly uh, help spread the word. Uh, you know, that's we right. this, we're just two people. Uh, we need the world to come along with us. We sure do. And uh, I often hear people say, "Well, I'm overwhelmed." You know. You're telling me, uh, you know, the research behind healthy or harmful dance. I see it, but what can I do? And, you know, you don't need to get overwhelmed. You know what we all need to do is in our relational world, educate and bring awareness and share through social media or whatever way you can, maybe maybe through a phone call, maybe through a radio interview, what you know and impact the circle of people that you're able to. So and also, uh, we don't need to be overwhelmed. We can all do lots of things. We can talk to our neighbors. We can talk to the people at church. We can talk to the people at our schools. Uh, we don't have to solve the problem. The problem will be solved as all of us activate our voice. I agree with that 100%. And we can always help someone who is... Uh, at risk, you know, buy a buy a dance outfit for a foster kid or help a foster mother or something like that. Darn, we're up against that break again, folks. It comes really quick on this deal. Uh, so we're going to have one last break, and then Mary and I are going to talk a little bit more, and we're going to tell you how you can get involved in supporting her organization. So we're up against that break. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hello, this is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Hey, let me tell you about my new book, Societal Shift, A World Without Borders, A Home Without Walls. We are living at the most important time in all of history. In 2020, the entire world will be connected by Internet. That means our kids can access the entire world, but the entire world can access our kids, including pedophiles, predators, cartels, and organized crime. New technologies like 
like encrypted messaging, vaporware, cryptocurrency, and the dark net means pedophiles all over the world can access, groom, and exploit our kids. Right now, over 9,000 kids a day are being blackmailed because they sent a naked photo. This book is for parents and educators and anyone who cares about kids. Go to www.millionkids.org and order Societal Shift today. It may be the most important thing you ever did to keep your child safe from predators. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Our guest today is Mary Bodden, her organization Dance Awareness, No Child Exploited. And we are talking about the hypersexualization of children, in, uh, in, uh, especially in dance. And we're also talking about the power of uh, the good power of healthy dance in helping at risk children, especially. Uh, to be able to understand who they are and, and get in touch with their own feelings and their own identity. Uh, with that, Mary, you want to pick it up and uh, go with it. This is our last segment, and it is a shorter segment. 
Well, uh, I just want to tell your uh, viewers, your listeners, actually, that um, healthy dance is a wonderful thing. Dance Awareness, No Child Exploited, also supports uh, healthy dance presentations. For instance, this Mm -hmm. Sunday, we're doing a segment for um, Mansion Memories called What's the Point? Uh, mm-hmm. The mission of Mansion Memories is uh, to work with children who are in trauma and to provide them with wonderful experiences that will support them in that road to recovery. And uh, so uh, we're presenting and sponsoring this uh, class, and uh, we just do all kinds of programs and highlight good dance studios. You know, I love that. I love that, Mary. I I have seen it over and over and over again that one of the reasons kids are so vulnerable is at 13, 14, 15, they don't know who they are, but they know they want to be included and they want to find something they're good at. And that gives them a sense of identity. And I, I just love what you're doing there. Well, uh, it's a joy to do that. It's a joy to shape a child with uh, mind, body, and spirit connection, which is what dance does. And, of course, I think the art of dance does that um, the best of all art forms. But I know other people, music people and maybe, and, you know, uh, fine art people would disagree with me, but I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek. Um, all the arts are wonderful for children and adults. And so uh, we recognize that, the research says that, but that doesn't discount the choice we make as adults uh, to put our children in a dance studio without checking it out. Yes. So I tell your listeners to check out the dance studio that uh, they're going to be sending their child to, uh, talk to the dance studio owner, look at the videos uh, that the they can access of the June dance recital. You'll see older children kind of in the philosophy of what that dance studio is representing and what they feel is important. And if they're hypersexualized and they're doing adult material, I wouldn't I wouldn't put a child in that environment. And, I would agree. Uh, a lot of times parents will say, Well my child's only five, it won't affect them and they're yes. wrong. What no, happens to people look at the older children to set the example of what they want to become. And you as parents think, oh, this five-year-old, they just listen to me. But as a parent of three adult children, I've seen that happen in my own kids' lives. It is so, so we have important. have to speak out, and we have to protect kids. I agree with you, Mary, so much. I, I see it because of the work that I do, you know, you think about that, you put them in a studio, they're emulating an an adult sex act. Now we're putting them online because of online learning and social distancing and pedophiles will show them uh, photos. They will meet up with someone. They'll see photos of other kids doing this and they think, well, it's okay. Everybody's doing it. And, and it just greatly increases their chance of exploitation. You're right, and we're normalizing what is not normal. So how do we undo that? We undo that by informing and educating people, showing them the research. And I believe, and I have seen, most people, when they get awareness and education, shift. They shift Mm -hmm. their perspective. Most people are so busy. Uh, I'm talking about parents now. Of course, kids are too. But in terms of checking out, our choices for our kids, we get so busy we don't check things out. 
That's right. So with uh, uh, information, with awareness, with education, we can make those choices that put our kids in healthy environments. Mary, we're coming to the end of the show. Uh, You've been a terrific uh, guest. I so much appreciate having you on. Uh, Can you share with our audience how to reach you if they want to get involved, if they want to support your organization financially, uh, if they want to know more or get resources, how do they connect with you? Well, thanks for asking. Uh, You go to danceawareness.com, and you'll see that you can, if you want to connect with me personally, just Email me at mary at soul-to-soul-choreography.org. Dance Awareness No Child Exploited is a program of soul-to-soul choreography. But that email and that spelling of soul-to-soul choreography is on the website. It, I, I know choreography is a big word, so uh, yeah. you can find my email there. Uh, and it's two kinds of soul. As well. <laughs> And uh, all our materials are there for you to share on social media. You know, we had a trailer we released, and it had 160,000 hits uh, at the beginning of 2019. So if you could be active uh, to share on social media our resources, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm happy to speak. We have several uh, downloadable PowerPoints and PowerPoint videos. Uh, uh, that you can uh, download and share if you live in New Jersey or Wisconsin or Minnesota. Again, I'm always happy to speak on a webinar. I just did one uh, for the governor's office in the state of Texas. I did a full webinar on healthy and harmful dance. But you can do the webinar because everything we have is downloadable. Okay. And it it also includes all the research. We have hard... uh, uh, paper research in just one section of our website. Um, we have a free ebook for people to download. It's only 15 pages, so if you're not a big time reader, uh, this is a good piece of information for you. So all of this uh, is can, at Dance Awareness No Child Exploited, right? Well, danceawareness.com. Okay, great. Course, we are coming to the end of the show, folks. Okay, our guest Dance today Awareness is, No Child Exploited, the acronym is DANCE. Dance, okay. Uh, we are at the end of the show here, so thank you very much, Mary, for being our guest. I so much appreciate it. Folks, this show is brought to you by MillionKids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. Because we have been taken off of Facebook, until we get back on, our only way to communicate with you is you can write to me at opal, O-P-A-L, at MillionKids.org. Go to MillionKids.org, sign up for our newsletter, and if you're there and you have it in your heart, we'd appreciate it if you donate. We so much appreciate each and every one of you. We've been out here 12 years. We appreciate having people such as Mary Bodden share her expertise and her organization. If you want to support her organization financially, go to Dance Awareness No Child Exploited. Thank you for joining us this week, folks. You have a great week. We will have a rerun next week because it's Thanksgiving. But you folks, put your arms around your family. Give your husband, your wife a big hug. Tell your kids you love them. Let them all know you believe in them, and you folks have a great holiday season. We'll see you next week or the week after. Take care.
Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week. Thank you.